Welcome to Where We Land, a podcast that explores the relationship between Christ, culture, and the church. Well, guys, my name is Aaron Mansfield, and today I'm joined in the studio with my co-host, Mr. Stephen Vaughn. Hello, everyone. And Morgan McClure. Hey, what's up, everyone? We are so glad to be back. Uh, what we're going to be doing today is catching up from over the break, talking about where we land, really kind of why we started, where we land, where we're going, and uh, what our plan is for season three. So we hope you stick around uh, for the episode today. Guys, it's so good to be back. I am thrilled to be back for season three, recording for season three. Season tres. <laughs> Number three. Had to get the Spanish in there early. Yes, we do. We always have to get the Spanish in. Guys, <laughs> excited to be back. It's been a whole year since we've been in the it studio. Been, well, it's been a whole year, yeah. We took about four weeks off uh, for Christmas, and uh, it's just good to, to, to kind of get back in the swing of things, mm-hmm. you know? I just think there's a... I'm one of those kind of people that really enjoy just kind of a routine and I'm not a creature of habit because I do enjoy like, you know, changing it up, but I I am somebody that, that enjoys kind of a, you're a, a creature of routine. A, a yes. creature of scheduling. Changing, I, I think I enjoy routine. scheduling. You with structure, that's I do. for sure. I, I certainly do, yeah. Yeah. Um, so what about Christmas, guys? How was how was that for you all? Oh, it was magical. I mean, we got a white Christmas and we went to Georgia, so that was a total surprise. It's like miraculous almost. I almost. Mean. I mean, we were up in the mountains, so it's a little bit, you know, not Georgia as crazy. Georgia has mountains? Yeah. It's up near Chattanooga, right? That corner? No, we are actually in the other corner. We touch Hayesville, North Carolina. Uh, so kind of near Asheville, right? Uh, yeah, you have to go through Asheville to get there. Yeah. But yeah, we we um, were at my great grandma's house and it was pouring the rain. And like the next second it was dumping snow and we were like, oh my gosh. So we like sped home and then it snowed all night long and we woke up with three inches. I think inches. you guys actually got more snow almost than we did in uh, Southern Virginia. You yeah. Did? Yeah, snow did you get? I was, think so. It was like three inches in some That's places. Awesome. Mm-hmm. It's so awesome. beautiful. But yeah, it's great. So you had a Christmas with family mm-hmm. and uh, got to see everybody, which was really sweet. Yep. And your sister. Yeah, my sister and brother-in-law in. came in. They drove 15 hours from Texas to Georgia. And then they drove back up here to Virginia with us. And then they just, last Friday they left, uh, drove 20 hours back to Texas. Oh, man. It's a long, long drive. Lots of driving. (laughs) Yeah. Plane tickets ain't cheap anymore. (laughs) No, they're not. (laughs) It's not like it was a few months ago when you could grab a plane ticket for hardly nothing. Yeah. That was the one uh, plus side to good old Rona. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like that anymore. (laughs) Stephen, how was your Christmas? Uh, Our Christmas was interesting. Uh, It was good. Uh, We had a white Christmas too. Um, It was kind of like what you were saying. Like we went to bed and well, we actually didn't go to bed. We like went inside and then like half an hour later the temperature dropped like 30 degrees and it was like snowing and sleeting so we woke up the next morning and it was white christmas um i actually had to quarantine through christmas not because of covid uh i was supposed to have a heart procedure but then it got postponed the day of so we quarantined through christmas that was interesting Uh, but we wouldn't have had christmas anyway because part of my family had um some uh rona that had uh, gotten in so thankfully Mm. they weren't around anybody else everybody doing okay they were good yeah they're they've recovered i think pretty close to about completely um but 
Uh, so our Christmas is actually going to be on January 15th with Aww, our family. So we're going to have a weird uh, January Christmas. So who knows? And we have a chance that it might even be a white Christmas then, too, because supposedly <laughs> the polar vortex is shifting. But oh. um, we'll see. Interesting. Interesting. We, we had a great break. Um my wife and I were able to get together with some friends for uh, for Christmas and uh, see some family. It was actually the first time that all of us siblings have been together in like four or five years. That's wild. I know. It was crazy. It was way too long. And uh, uh, baby's first Christmas. Yeah. Ashlyn's first Christmas. <laughs> and so that was exciting. And uh, I just, man, it was great. It was uh, it was a wonderful time. And But like we said, it's good to be back. And I can't believe we're here on season three and uh, looking at uh, kind of what's happening happening uh this this season so um i think what might be helpful today would be just to kind of uh maybe introduce ourselves to people who are kind of popping into the where we land uh, crew and 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 seeing about what this podcast is all about um maybe where we land crew i yeah, like, like it that? i don't know i just i just came <laughs> up with to that. get merch <laughs> hey uh, but you know, introduce ourselves and uh, what it is we do and who we are. And just so, you know, if people are new um, to our listening audience, kind of what this is all about. So, so Stephen, who are you? Uh, so <laughs> my name is Stephen and uh, I serve on staff here at Catawba Valley Baptist Church, which is the church actually that all three of us currently attend and uh, work at. And uh, I'm the associate pastor here and I work with our student ministries and some of our uh, media outreach development, kind of a little bit of uh, everything, <laughs> but currently it would be very focused on st- student and family ministries. And uh, I'm married to my beautiful wife, Emily, and uh, we've been married now for actually a little bit over five years, and uh, we are loving life and loving living where God has put us, and um, I currently also am a student at Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary, a mouthful, <laughs> um, and, uh, and I'm right doing my Master's of Divinity, and I am two semesters out from graduating, uh, one spring, Do one fall. Do you have senior fever yet? Uh, I had it last semester. Senioritis. Um, Senioritis. I mean, I'll be open with everybody. I literally had like calculated out percentages of each assignment. And I'm not going to lie. At the very end of the semester, there was one assignment where I knew that I didn't have to do it. And I was like, I've already passed the class. Then why not? I'm done. <laughs> I was just like, I'm That's done. That's bad when it's hitting you three like, semesters early. Because yeah. so, it just gets worse. <laughs> however, though, it is a, um, it is, it is been a good experience and I've been very thankful for it, but I am ready to kind of graduate and put some of that school to rest for a little while and kind of just have some extra time because school is very time consuming. Because things are busy. You're going full time Mm -hmm. seminary and then of course you're pastoring full time. So it's going to be an exciting spring and fall, but we're almost there. So we're, we can see the light at the end of the tunnel. (laughs) It's there. Small, but it's coming closer. It is. is. It's it's there. (laughs) So Morgan, Uh, Tell us a little bit about yourself, since I've been talking so much here. Yeah, so my name is Morgan. For those of you who have not heard my voice before, hello. Um, I uh, currently serve on staff at Catawba Valley Baptist Church. I have been the administrative assistant for a year and six months. Isn't that crazy? Wow, that's so hard to believe you've been here that yeah, long. Yeah, actually, in just a few days, it'll be a year and seven months. So that just seems like it just seems like it's only been a few months that you've been here. Yeah, yeah. As, and as I'm saying that's a good member. thing. I mean, it just you know, 
Almost I guess 19 when things, months. That's a yeah. long time. I mean, I guess time. when things are going well, it flies, right? <laughs> That's true. No, it has. It has. Yeah. And I um, I actually grew up at Catawba Valley. So um, it was a neat transition to go from this being my lifetime home church to then being able to turn around and serve on staff. So it's been a really great experience. Um, I also am a refugee resettlement worker um, that I w- that's sort of a new job. I got hired towards the end of 2020, and I am loving it. It is such uh, a very humbling and just wonderful work to be a part of. Um, my job specifically, I work with women um, who uh, are more vulnerable um, as refugees, even though all refugees are pretty vulnerable population, but uh, my job is to help them overcome barriers specific to women um, so that they can get on their feet and start living a full life here in America. And I just feel privileged to be a part of that step in their journey. Um, I have a twin sister um, who I mentioned previously. Uh, She lives in Texas with her husband. um, And I have a little brother and he is a hot mess, but I love him. Uh, <laughs> and uh, then let's see what else. What else interesting could I say? So what's been happening with you? Because I mean, there's been a lot. Like oh yes, yes. I was kind of wondering about some of your like spring plans. Maybe yeah. Is it too so, premature? Premature? Well, I don't to... think so. I mean, I think the more people I tell, the more people can be praying for me. But, yeah, that's um, right. For the last 10 months, I have been in the process of applying to the Journeyman Program with the International Missions Board. Um, and this is a two-year program um, for people between the ages of uh, like 22 and 29, and they can go and serve with uh, missions teams around the world. Um, and my passion in my heart, and I feel like what the Lord has called me to is international um, global missions work. Right. And um, I am coming up on my first round of interviews. Which is week, exciting. Yeah, the first week of February. So um, I'm still praying really hard to see where the Lord will lead, but I'm so excited. And I think by midsummer, I could be. There's a real potential, maybe. Yeah, there's yeah. a real potential to be out on the field so but everywhere is a mission field you know Um, certainly serving and and sharing but this has been on your heart for a while yeah i mean wanting to wanting to do this has been something uh, god's been leading in yeah i feel like he's been leading me toward missions since i was like 14 so it's a it's a long road and it's one that uh never really comes to an end but it's very exciting to see how how he's leading and things are moving and shaping so that's awesome (laughs) that is awesome well, so um, my question is then, Aaron, who are you? My name is Aaron, and uh, I also serve as a pastor. Uh, I pastor here at Catawba Valley, where all of us are on staff. And uh, my wife and I have been here now uh, a little over seven and a half years. We just celebrated last week our eight-year anniversary. Congrats! Wow. And so yeah, it was a lot of fun. And it's I just tell my wife though, it's like it's man, it's it, like we I just love being married to her. Like I'm a little plug for how much I love my wife, but uh, it's just been like one of those things where you know thinking about eight years, it's like that flew by way too short, you know. Mm-hmm. And thinking about all the things like we were able to do and have done. And and uh, last year, we had our first little girl, Ashlyn. And so we've just enjoyed, just enjoyed, you know, parenthood and learning all these things. And it's like a, a daily thing that she's changing and growing. Last week, she started rolling over for the first time. And so it's like, 
but it's just been crazy. Like she's only five months old and, and it's just, you know, even in those months to see how quick it flies by. And when you hear parents or people tell you, they're like, Hey, don't blink, you know, it, it happens so quick. And it's like, man, that has to be so true because even in just these few months, it feels like that's the case. But, um, so no, we've, we've enjoyed it. And I think what, what I've really enjoyed is, is being here on staff and serving alongside you guys. And, um, you know, that kind of brings us to the point of the podcast of what is where we land. And, um, you know, we're, we're, we're kind of talking about, um, well, what is it? And, and I guess, Stephen, if you had to kind of define this podcast for people who are new to it, how would you describe, you know, what it is they're expecting to listen to? Yeah. So I would, I would encourage you if you have not listened to the podcast before and you're just, um, entering into where we land, um, I would encourage you to go back and listen to some of the former episodes uh, right after you finish listening to this teaser, because that's going to give you a real feel for where we're going. But where we land is simply um, a podcast that is devoted to encouraging people, not necessarily what to think, but how to think. And the way that we do that is we go to God's word and encourage people to do the same about all different sorts of um, issues. Uh, We even talk about some historical things and we talk about uh, our three main characteristics is that we talk about something that's related to Christ, culture, and the church, because we believe all three of those things are integrated together in life and has been done so by God. But um, we're really challenging ourselves and others on how to think, and specifically how to think from God's Word. And that means going to God's Word and walking through it together. Yeah, that's exactly right. And, you know, this kind of birthed out of you and I visiting together and literally, uh, literally <laughs> as we were like in a truck. And oftentimes, you know, you'd have a number of hours while you're in a vehicle the week together making pastoral visits. And, and we just have conversations about those things. And it was like the thought was, man, how cool would that be just to put a microphone in our truck while we're talking about all these things. And, uh, and then we invited Morgan to join it and, and that's all added a really neat dimension, um, to the podcast. But, you know, if we kind of think about previous episodes, you know, we've, we've covered a couple things in previous seasons. We, we, last season, we did a whole thing about what is the church. And I think that is so important, especially in a day where it seems as if the church not only is being neglected, but their emphasis is of what is the church doing seems to be misaligned. And so thinking about what is the church and what it is, is it that we are called to do? Uh, and then our first season, you know, we were kind of just kind of getting our feet wet in terms of how we might go about it. And this season, um, we kind of have a, a unique theme in how we're going to be approaching season three. Uh, but what we're really kind of doing is talking about the redeeming work of Christ and considering how Christ is not only the savior of the world, but how that in Christ redeems and reconcile people to himself, that we stand united in Christ. And there's a verse in Galatians that maybe we'll use as kind of a, a bookend to our series this year in Galatians 3 verse 26. Paul writes, he says, for in Christ, you are all sons of God through faith. For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free. There is neither male and female for you are all one in Christ Jesus. 
And if you are in Christ, then you are Abraham's offspring, heirs according uh, to promise. And um, so this season, we're going to be tackling a few things that really kind of speak to uh, the unity that we have in Christ and how Christ has reconciled us to himself. And because of that, oftentimes, many things that would seek to divide us in the church, we have been reconciled and united to Christ in those things. So what are some of the things, Morgan, we're going to be talking about in season three and people can kind of look toward? Yeah, so I am so excited for this season. I just want to say that first, um, because I think we've uh, developed a a new structure that's really going to show how interlocking all of these aspects, um, whether it's a culture issue or um, the character of Christ or, you know, who we are as part of the church, it's all going to show the intersection and how um, vital it is to experience um, this unity in Christ in all aspects of our lives. Um, So, you know, we'll be talking about, you know, who Jesus is. Not only is he just Savior, like Aaron said, but we'll be talking about his nature as um, prophet, priest, and king. Um, That's going to be a super cool episode. Uh, We're also talking about um, the power of prayer, not only in the effects that come from prayer, but the unifying aspect of prayer. Um, That comes through him. I mean, as we think about Christ giving us his spirit, and then we're going to take a little bit of time in the early church Mm -hmm. uh, in the book of Acts, not going through the book of Acts, but considering how the church was unified in Christ and how that unity uh, came in terms of their belief Mm -hmm. and how they prayed in their mission. Yeah. We're going to have a guest guest on the podcast this season, so you can be looking forward to that. That'll be super Special exciting. Guest. Mystery Special guest. guest. It's a mystery, mystery guest. guest. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It'll be great. I think we're it'll be good. And then uh and then like you were talking about, kind of that intersectionality between the church and culture. You know, I think there's kind of been I don't know what y'all think about this, but I think there there's kind of been this thought that the church cannot engage in culture without um becoming like the culture or mm. Um, you know, I think sometimes there's there's almost been this really strong divide between, you know, well, the church really can't speak to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you all think about that type of? Yeah, I have definitely um, you see a little bit of this throughout history. And I think we're cycling back through one of those points in history again, where the church is is wanting to address those issues. But for some reason, they see the need to fold and become like them. Um, but that's not the case. And what's really interesting is I just finished reading The Screwtape Letters by C.S. Lewis. That's a great book. It was fantastic. And I have never read it before. But as I was reading, um, I got like midway through the book. And some of these letters that um, this character Screwtape is writing, I'm like, this could have been written yesterday. Um, right. And I think one reason why we see the church trying to, to change its form Toward these issues um, in the book, it talks about how Christianity has become a means to an end and not an end itself, hmm. um, becoming like Christ. Instead, it's Christianity to promote and achieve social justice, Christianity to promote and achieve equality among the everyone. Whole Christianity and something. Yes, yeah. Christianity plus, plus not yeah. just yeah. Christianity for the sake of knowing Christ. So right. I really think that's at the root, you know, a lot of our our. Our, our culture, our nation's heart right now is trying to achieve something but missing the whole point in the process. We're trying to add to 
we're trying to add to Christianity in an effort to try and reform something or change something. Yeah. But we're not going after the way in which Christ has called us to do it. Yeah, exactly. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I think if you go and you talk to people in culture, their stigma of Christianity is like, oh, well, Christians don't care about and fill in the blank. And it's like, oh, no, Christians do care about fill in the blank. Mm -hmm. But it's not at the sacrifice of the Christian belief and God's word, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that there's been a lot of reactions to different opposing forces over the past few years. And I think that that's what you're alluding to is seeing those reactions of so-and-so church that so-and-so church is connected with. Church A goes and tries to reach the culture, but then they end up um, they end up going against some belief that is God, God-centered and it's biblical and they should not go against it. And then Church B reacts and says, oh, well, we can never do anything to engage with culture, you know, because we'll become like Church A. And it's like, well, you're missing the point at that, at that point right. because it's not about Church A and it's not about Church B. It's about God. And he says that you are in the world, so you do need to engage culture, but you're also not of the world. And uh, I think that that's that's a pretty simple um, it's a pretty simple explanation is that you're in the world but you're not of the world. So go and engage the culture, right. be in the culture, be with the culture, but also remember you are a Christian. Mm-hmm. You're, that's your calling as a Christian is to be like Christ. And you and I believe you engage culture the most when you live out the calling upon your life as a Christian, because they will see the difference in you. We don't need to be like culture. We need to be like Christ. I remember, no, that's exactly right. I remember something that a missionary used to tell me, my wife and I, uh, before we came on staff here, we're kind of making preparations to go overseas. And one thing he said to me about the country where we would be in, he says, Aaron, the most effective thing that you could possibly do in that culture or in that place uh, for Christ is not going to be all the things that you'll accomplish and, you know, the churches you'll start and the, you know, the people you'll evangelize and, and the, the, the network that you'll form or whatever, whatever it might've been that we would endeavor to do. He said, the most effective thing that will be seen in that culture is just the way that you live your life as a God fearing Christian through the relationship you have with your family and you know that would speak volumes uh in in that culture compared to you know whatever you might say it's the 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 life that people see i think the the thing that i'm trying to think about as we think about the season is that i the, and partly the reason why i think we've begun the podcast and our desire to see what happens through this podcast is that christians are more well informed about their faith and how they might uh, clearly explain the faith that they have. I think what I've seen having grown up in the church is sometimes we'll teach people the mechanics of a gospel presentation or uh, an opinion regarding a certain stance about something, but we've not actually clearly taught people what it is about their faith that gives the underpinnings for that type of approach. And I think what happens is sometimes we we latch on to one of these type of mechanics that um, we're we're trying to seemingly trying to communicate and present that to our society without realizing maybe how the culture has shifted uh, away from how that first presentation was maybe really effective. And, you know, I think the, the the responsibility is on the part of the Christian to know their faith well so that they're able to communicate their faith 
in the culture that they find themselves in. And I've just been, I don't know if it's, I don't know. I mean, once again, I don't know if this is me getting older and now realizing this, that this is the way it's always been. But I, I think there's a real sense in the way we have seen just the landscape in America shift pretty rapidly, even over the last 10, 15 years, uh, to, to see that sometimes the way that we're tempted to engage culture uh, is maybe not most effective as a Christian if we don't understand the gospel and the way that the gospel changes lives. It's, it's not about simply giving people the right answers. It's about confronting their entire belief system and the way that they view their life and the way that they view the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... I think that's kind of our desire here on the podcast is to take some really present cultural issues, uh, but come at them from a really a biblical perspective and and deal with some of those underpinnings uh, that lead to the way that people often tend to formulate and think about an issue. Yeah. So in light of that, which was a really good explanation of where we want to go, what is your greatest hope um, that are that you hope our listeners uh, take away from this season ahead? Yeah, I think the biggest thing that we need to take away is um, not be so colored by our perceptions of what we see right on the surface. I mean, mm-hmm. I think I think I think um, because what we you know we're talking about some things in the early church, and I think sometimes there's a there's a tendency to just think about oh well that was them that's not now that was so different our our situation today is far different than that and you know we we we, we want to throw up all those those type of excuses and then we're going to deal with some cultural things um, I think it it is definitely apparent that there is um, quite a number of things happening in our our society today. Uh, in terms of race relations and how are those things being addressed. And there's all sorts of, of um, all sorts of opinions uh, being given as to the solution as to how, how we go about that and um, things even that are now happening, even within Christian denominations and considering things like critical race theory and um, you know, the black lives matter movement and, and, and what is a Christian supposed to think about those things? And, you know, I think we live in a, a society today where we feel, um, oftentimes things are highly polarized. And so you, you either are for it or against it. Mm-hmm. And there's not really a clear, uh, understanding of, of what it is and how, how am I supposed to respond to that? And I think my, what I'm most hopeful for, uh, in this season is that we are, would be able to unpack clearly what it really means to be in Christ and united to him. And it's not just some, you know, intellectual thought of, of what has happened, but that we would be able to see how does that actually get lived out to be embraced. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I think that would be my hope would be, you know, I think sometimes that the tendency, I think this season is going to be to think about these things and be like, oh, well, I either know about that or I, oh, I've heard about that or, you know, this is how I feel about it. But I think what, what we really need to do is, is find our footing in the Bible and say, well, what, what does the Bible say? What, what does this relationship with Christ really mean? And, um, and once again, Christ is not only the savior of the world, but he's reconciled us who are in Christ to himself. And if that's the case, then there should be so much more unity mm-hmm. in the church than what we see. And I think um, that's just my burden. 
that we would be able to help encourage people to talk, have yeah. have some conversation that spurs some conversations, communicate uh, <laughs> toward that way. Right. You know, because I, I'm I just think it's it can't you, you can't help it but live in a day of social media where everything is reduced to a to a Twitter phrase uh-huh. and. And sometimes, you know, that's helpful, but 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 sometimes it's really damaging mm-hmm. because before long, you have all of these little one-liner phrases that people are uniting around without sometimes really even understand what they're uniting for. Mm-hmm. And um, I would dare say the majority of things like that in our day-to-day are, if you ask just the random person on the street, about like whether it's a movement that they're a part of or somebody that they revere, you know, or whatever. If you were to ask them specific questions about it, I would dare say that a good a good group of those people would not know what they're wearing or what they're standing for or mm-hmm. why they're there. And it, it's a lack. It's a it's a react. We live in a reactionary culture. Our culture is all about the reaction. Um, and it's a dangerous place to be because when you react, you generally react to an extreme to get away from the injustice or extreme that you're reacting to. Right. And so reaction is not what we want to do on the podcast. We want to be proactive and we want to dig deep and uh, d- dig down and see what does God's word say about all of these things. And then how can we come to a like united, loving, and kind conclusion <laughs> together, right? Because right. that's another thing that's lacking today is there's no communication. It, it's either it's like I state my opinion and then we're not discussing it any further. Okay, well that's not communication. That's just you making a declaration. <laughs> um, and there needs to be more communication. Um, about these things, if there's ever going to be any moving forward in some of these issues. Certainly. And Mm -hmm. I think the way that we go forward in that is is clearly seeing what is the gospel and Mm -hmm. how does the gospel – uh, uh, how is the gospel at work in that situation? Because there's too much today of of people opposing one another mm-hmm. in terms of their belief, in terms of their worldview, in terms of their uh, convictions about something. The gospel doesn't oppose things, but the gospel transforms things. Um, you know, the gospel is it transforms the way we think about things, and and in Christ. In his perfect work as prophet, priest, and king, and we're going to begin with that episode and then see how uh, the relationship of, of Christ as uh, authority, as savior, uh, as as mediator, as, as prophet, as Christ has then united his church. Um, and, and you think about the early church, man, they were not just united in what they believed or how they prayed. But they were united even in their demographics and their background and their cultures. And um, and that's the way it ought to be. But it's not that it was this, oh, hey, I'm opposing the way you think about that. But the gospel transformed the way that people thought about things. And um, and so that should be our desire. I, I mean, I think that is our desire here on the podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we're excited about season three. We hope you are. And uh, we hope that if you are new to where we land, you'd go check out some previous episodes and then that you'd make plans to uh, join us for this season. Well, anything here before we sign off? Uh, we do have a Facebook page. Oh, yeah. Um, let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah. We we're trying to get our social media going here. Yeah. So we have a, we have a Facebook page. Um, it's called Where We Land. Um, and it, once you like it, just send us a direct message and say, hey, I'm listening this season. Or if you're a faithful listener that's been with us for the two seasons 
seasons seasons getting excited my words get all scrambled um, <laughs> but yeah you know just let us know say hi and uh we like it when people reach out yeah we'd love to hear from you really and we we'd really love to hear what it is about the podcast that you've enjoyed and then also what are some seasons or some topics that you'd be interested in the coming days yeah Thank you for listening to Where We Land, Christ, Culture, and the Church. Listen, if there's anything you've heard us talk about on the show today that you'd like to know more about, uh, we would love to hear from you. So send us your thoughts and questions and feedback by sending us an email at podcast at whereweland.org. On our next episode, we will be considering the offices of Christ as prophet, priest, and king. So we look forward to seeing you there next time.